Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our To Everything a Time, Learning to Trust God in Every Circumstance devotional. The Bible app, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Psalms chapter 126, verse 5, and it says this. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. The devotional is titled, It Happens, A Time to Weep. It happens. Not quite the slogan I've seen on t-shirts, but near enough. It does. Soon enough, however happy our circumstances might be, we will come back down to earth with a bump. Just back from honeymoon and blissfully happy, I had my first small taste of disillusionment. We woke up on a glorious weekend morning, the day ahead full of possibilities. What should we do? Work on our house, dig the garden, go for a long walk. Whatever we decided, we'd be doing it together. Wrong. My husband casually remarked during breakfast that some of his mates were going motorcycle scrambling later and he might just join them for an hour or so. I didn't mind, did I? I did. Motorbikes did not interest me. We were married, for goodness sake, and married couples did things together, didn't they? I bumped down from my blissful cloud rather painfully that day. As I mentioned, it was a tiny thing. We have never cowered in terror with bombs exploding around us or left our homes and possessions, our businesses and schools and pleasant lives to find refuge in a strange land. We haven't known famine or want or sat in a busy street with a placard proclaiming we are homeless. We have been the fortunate ones. And yet, even the privileged have their trials and sorrows, their losses and sufferings. Difficulties come. Hopes are not realized. Businesses fail. Accidents, illness, depression, tragedy can happen to any of us. Children make wrong choices, and so do we. We mess up. Maybe the worst thing that can happen is the feeling that God has somehow left the picture. And strangely enough, it often seems to happen at the times we most need him. C.S. Lewis, during a time of great personal pain, cried out to God and said he got a door slammed in his face and a sound of bolting and double bolting on the inside. After that, silence. We feel that God has totally deserted us in these times. Where has he gone? It is okay for us to cry out to God in our pain. It is okay to express our anger. There is a time to weep. God hears. He has not gone away. He collects up all our tears, and he has not turned his face from us. He understands and he will restore. Yeah, this is a great reminder. And I think the thing that really spoke to me was actually that scripture. I don't remember it verbatim, but it was basically um, the person who sows in tears will reap in shouts of joy. Because mm-hmm. I know that in the seasons when things are good, when it, whenever things are good, it's easy to say that quote that, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. It's easy to feel close to God whenever your quiet time is not interrupted or it felt like that sermon spoke directly to you or your Bible study friends are keeping you accountable and you're sharpening them and everything. And it feels like everything's rolling well. Mm -hmm. But what's hard to do is to feel close to God when things aren't going well, when you didn't get invited to the Bible study 
or you didn't get the grade that you were anticipating, or maybe your relationship failed or whatever that may be, it can be really hard to feel close to God in those times. And I was just messaging with one of our subscribers who's actually in a really tough financial situation right now. They're in debt. And one of the things that I was trying to encourage them in is that as I was working on getting out of my own personal debt uh, through student loans and credit card debt, it was a lot. It was tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Um, I encouraged them that the person I have now become after that hardship of seasons of not being able to do whatever I wanted to do, but getting on that kind of Dave Ramsey beans and rice, rice and beans type thing, it really developed a, a different character within me. To now I do feel like I have shouts of joy when it comes to that topic. And I wanted to encourage them that, yes, like I do wish that magically their debt would just fall away, but then also a piece of me can't wait for them to experience the person that God is going to turn them into as they sow inside of their tears. And they, they, they're present in this hardship that's really got them downcast, but they press into the Lord and then they put together a healthy plan and, and, and I've set some resources for that stuff, but it was just one of those things that I'm really, I'm really like in the moment, it was really hard, you know, but now looking back, I'm like, wow, I'm so thankful that I went through that. And I do feel like God did something inside of me and it was never about the external. It was always about the internal. Yeah. And so I just know it can be tough, but if you're someone who's in a down season right now, sowing in your tears, just like what scripture said, will lead to reaping with shouts of joy. Yeah, that's so good. And it reminds me of, I can't remember if it was yesterday's or the day before, but it was talking about how sometimes those everyday mundanes or even low moments make the good moments that much sweeter because you know the difference and it's not all the same all the time. And so I think what's really important is for us to lean into truth in those moments when we don't feel close to God, like when we feel like God is not near, because the capital T truth of God's word is not relative. It's not volatile. Like God is near. It says he never leaves you and he never forsakes you. And so I think sometimes our feelings are so misleading and so deceptive because we're in our feels, right? And like the feeling itself is not a bad thing, but it's where does that feeling lead us? And so we have to just recognize like, hey, like I'm maybe not feeling close to God in this moment because my circumstances are X, Y, and Z, but I can lean into the truth of God's word that says he never leaves me. He never forsakes me. So he is here. Even if I don't necessarily feel him in my feels, I know because I can stand on the truth that he is here. And as I come to him, as I run to him, as I draw near to him, he draws even nearer to me. And in those moments, praying for the fruit of the spirit of self-discipline to do the things that you know will draw you even closer to God, getting in his word, being in community, worshiping when you don't feel like it. It's these things that if we're led by our feelings and we just say, well, God has shut the door. I don't hear him. He's not here. And we leave it at that. It's not going to get you to where you want to go. But instead, if we press into the Holy Spirit, right, it's through the Holy Spirit's power here that we can produce the fruit of self-discipline to then do the things that will actually turn our feelings around and remind us that maybe our feelings aren't actually truth. Yeah. 
Yeah, and whenever we say get in the word, I know you all understand this, but I think a big thing in it, I think a big thing of it is to make sure that you realize you're not alone mm-hmm. in those struggles. Like yeah. you just open up scripture and you see David running for his life. Mm-hmm. You see Abraham being afraid that God's will won't come to pass and taking things into his own hands. Yeah. You see Esther being shaken to go do something she did not want to do. Mm-hmm. And you see people like waiting on babies. You see, you see these different struggles throughout scripture and God's word. And it's important to know that like, that's God's book. That's his word. And God knows about those things that these people were struggling with and these people were working through. Just like he knows what you're struggling with and what you're working through. And so I think that sometimes can give people a lot of just comfort mm-hmm. is go read the book of Job. You know what I mean? You want to see someone get everything taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then God redeemed and restored and gave yeah. back more than what Job had. And so I just think it's important that when we say get in his word, the theme behind it is just making sure that you're aware that like, hey, you're not alone in this. Yeah, it gives you perspective. Want to pray something out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you um, that we can run to you on our hard days, Father, that we can run to you with all of our feelings, Father, if they're anger, frustration, worry, depression, anxiety, no matter what they are, even if we feel like they're bad feelings, Father, you are not scared of them. You know that it's something that we're struggling with. And so, Father, I pray that as we bring these things to you, as we draw near, that you would draw near to us, that your Holy Spirit would be so active within us that you would help us um, be led by you and not our feelings and be reminded of truth and have the discipline to get into your word to renew our mind and get fresh perspective for today. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was at perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.